Hi, I'm Zoe Jane Carmina. Do you ever wonder about writer's block, publishing, or NaNoWriMo? We all have our struggles with the writing process. So each week on the Hello Lovelies podcast, I'll talk about book publishing and everything that goes into it. From story and character arcs, to drafting a book, to NaNoWriMo, and more. Hello Lovelies will go in-depth to learning about writing a book with actionable steps to take you from story idea to published book. Write alongside me as we make the journey together. The Hello Lovelies Podcast. I hear it all the time. Let your first draft suck. It's okay to suck at it the first time. It's supposed to be sucky. Just embrace it. Hello, lovelies, and welcome back to the podcast. This year, I've been talking mainly about drafting and specifically about tips and tricks for getting to a finished first draft. If you already have a finished first draft, the content for this year can still be useful to you in getting a second draft written, so please stay tuned. Hitting again upon the opening paragraph of this blog, maybe you too have been giving this advice about writing sloppy drafts. Have you ever stopped to consider why first drafts are so terrible much of the time? Let's go over six reasons why your first draft might suck and why that is perfectly okay. Reason number one, you don't always know what you're doing. Whether it's your first attempt at writing a book or you have 20 novels under your belt, sometimes you just don't know how to do what you're trying to do. Every story approach is different, and even seasoned writers will say that they try different means of writing their novels with each new book. This is totally acceptable. In fact, the only way we grow is by trying to do new things. It's completely fine that you might not know what you're doing yet, but that doesn't mean you never will. Reason number two. You don't always have your story or characters worked out. As much as I dislike putting people into boxes, I do tend to hear three general camps when authors are asked how they come up with their stories. Very generally speaking, authors start with either the plot, the characters, or the world building in mind. I'm not even saying that this is the only thing they do when they write every book, but to use myself as an example, I am usually quite clear on the plot and sometimes have a vague idea of the characters and honestly about nothing else. I almost always have talking heads in a void, because I don't yet know my character's motivations of voice. I don't know their tells. Sometimes I write that they have curly hair, blonde, and later that it's straight and black. I just don't know at first everything about everything when I start to write. And that's okay. The world and the characters for me get way stronger with each revision or draft because I have worked with them longer and know them better. That's how I operate, and it is perfectly valid to start where you are 
and keep working on it until you get better. Reason number three. You can't predict what others will think until you've written it and get their feedback. On a very practical note, you really don't know how anyone is going to react until you get someone's feedback on it. They might have questions about something that was crystal clear to you, but wasn't shining through onto the page to your reader. They might see plot holes that could sink your book when you thought your manuscript was airtight. You might have written a character that should have been likable that the readers don't like. Until you have someone's feedback on a completed draft, you can't be sure you are hitting all the plot and character moments you need to. Reason number four. You might not be strong enough as a writer to write the story you're trying to tell. I'm going to use another example from my own work here, because this seems the most relevant example I can think of. I have tried to write my own vampire novel. I have tried it, and I have failed. Not once, not even twice. So many times. I love vampire lore. I love vampire novels. I love vampire movies. I love vampire-like music. I love vampire anime. I love vampire manga. If it has vampires in it, I will be up for it. So imagine my utter horror at finding out, on multiple occasions, that I simply could not write my own vampire novel that wasn't completely cliché and dumb and not scary. That wasn't full of velvet dresses and hot dudes who were no good for the main character and bloody vampire dancing in ballrooms. Lovelies, just because I love it doesn't mean I was particularly good at writing it. I'd never written horror. I'd only partially written urban fantasy. I wasn't strong enough as a writer yet to get a completed first draft of this novel until I had been writing and finishing drafts and other novels for over 10 years. Reason number five. You might not have done near enough research. Do you ever get the feeling that you don't even know what you don't even know? If I were to try my hand at writing a story about the sinking of the Titanic, I would probably run into the scenario. Of course, I know generally what happened, in what year, how many boats float and move, how icebergs are formed. But is that really enough to write an entire historical fiction novel on it? Really? Could I really recreate in exacting detail the color of the rooms? How passengers were situated, the feeling of it being hit by an iceberg, and of the ground tilting over in its final moments as passengers jumped or tried to grab onto anything they could to stay afloat? Maybe I can make some of it up, but I can't even begin to tell you what I don't even know I don't even know about boats sinking and about freezing temperatures and about losing friends and loved ones beside you as you stubbornly live on through the night, all the while hoping in equal measure 
for rescue or for death. That got dark real quick. And yet the point is that I've never been on a boat. If I wanted to write a book about one, there would be loads of things I didn't know I needed to know about them. And about seafaring in general, that I probably wouldn't even think to ask until I'd written at least part of the draft. Reason number six. You might have plots or characters that are broken in ways that you didn't see before writing them. And sometimes they're so broken, you can't see a fix. This happened to me with Utopian Melody. I kept coming back, trying to write scenes from one character's point of view, and dreading writing them. Something was broken, I knew, but in draft after draft, I had no idea what it could be. It went through three full drafts and many editing and revision passes besides before I finally identified and found a fix for the issue I was having in writing the book. Then I realized it was an issue with the internal motivation of one of the big players in the war between heaven and hell. Once I'd gotten it figured out, I didn't even have to make sweeping changes. Finally, everything clicked into place and the story worked. First drafts suck to write, it's true. While some writers supposedly exist that write relatively clean first drafts that never change much, most of us write terrible first drafts, myself especially. But you know what? That is 100% okay. So let's chat. Have you finished a first draft? Do you find drafting to be difficult? Do you start with one type of story element? And if so, what? What problems do you have when you get into writing a first draft? Let us all know in the comments for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want more information, just search for this episode on zoejanecarmina.com slash blog. If you like this podcast, the easiest way to support it are totally free. Subscribe, share it with a friend, or post this podcast on social media. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.